The Leader Coronavirus Daily is bringing you the news, information, analysis, commentary and interviews to help you get through the COVID-19 pandemic. We'd love it if you could share the show with anyone else you think might benefit from it. And get in touch too. Use the hashtag The Leader Podcast. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader Coronavirus Daily. Hi, I'm David Marsland. It could be one of the hottest bank holidays in the UK on record. Can the coronavirus quarantine hold? People have been in lockdown for two, three weeks or more now and the kids are off school. It's going to be irresistible for families. Jonathan Prynne on the action being taken to keep Britain indoors also. I know this sounds like an insane thing to say but there has never been a better time to get into opera. Arts editor Nancy Dunnans joined by features writers Katie Strick and Sam Fishwick to give the rundown on what to do when you can't go out. Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is the leader, Coronavirus Daily. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, it's Bank Holiday Weekend. Stay inside. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hot bank holidays and a trip to the beach are about as British as you can get. But try to head out for a day like this at the weekend and you'll likely get a word from the police. It is, though, going to be scorching hot, potentially up to 24 degrees in some places. Temperature records may be broken. After weeks of self-isolation, this could be the test for the UK's tolerance of quarantine. The government is begging people to stay inside, saying it's critical the country doesn't give up. The Evening Standards, Jonathan Prins with me over Skype now. And Jonathan, it's going to be hard to stop people going outside, isn't it? It's going to be an absolutely massive challenge because, uh, as you say, the, the weather is looking absolutely gorgeous, which is so rare for Easter in this country. Um, it's a real treat, especially people have been in lockdown for two, three weeks or more now, and the kids are off school. It's going to be irresistible for families. And, you, know, what, you know, one of London's greatest features is its wonderful parks. And I think the temptation for people who are saying, I need my exercise, I need a bit of vitamin D, you know, obviously I'll do my best to keep the appropriate distance and all the rest of it, but I need to get out there. And I think that temptation is going to put massive pressure on the parks and councils and the police uh, this weekend. Is there a possibility the parks could be closed? Well, we've already seen several parks shut down. My local park, Ravenscourt Park, was uh, closed for a few days when it got too busy. Victoria Park's been shut for several days now, and this has this caused huge resentment and upset in, in, in and around Hackney Tower Hamlets and you know the communities that make use of what is an absolutely beautiful park in that part of London. 
Um, it is reopening on, on Saturday with some restrictions, um, quite quite uh, strict restrictions in place. I think people have got to walk on the left and on pathways and things like that. So there's no chance of, you know, or keep, so there's a, sort of keeping the, the, the distance between people as, as much as possible. So if the traditional parks or there's a concern that the traditional parks could be as crowded as they normally are at the weekend, is there pressure in parts of London for some of the private parks to be opened up? Very much so. Um, that's a, a, a possible solution that uh, Southwark has uh, highlighted in the last few days. The, the leader there, Peter John, has written to the owners of, of expanses of, of private land, um, specifically uh, the playing fields of, of independent schools, golf courses and Thames water reservoirs, which it sounds odd, but a lot of the water in London is stored in underground reservoirs that are grassed over and make really rather nice pieces of open land potentially for people to enjoy. So the, the council is trying to get all those people to throw open the land where possible to just take some of the pressure off the public parks. And the government also is pleading with people to stay inside, saying the country has to stay the course no matter how tempting it is to get outside. And I know that over the last few weeks, you've been speaking to doctors and people working on the front line, seeing what's actually happening with the COVID-19 spread. I'd expect that the medical people themselves are also asking people to stay inside. Absolutely, 100%. I mean, the, the, the message I'm getting is that although the health service is under huge and unprecedented strain. And, and a doctor I spoke to last night was comparing his hospital to um, like a field hospital in, in, a, in a war zone. It's that kind of um, pressure and it's that kind of sense of constant incoming casualties. But they do feel that they are just about able to keep on top of it at the moment. You know, everyone in the NHS I would speak to would just implore people to keep going a few more weeks, keep the infection rates under control um, or down to as low a level as possible. And uh, yes, come out tonight and support the NHS staff again on the, on the doorstep um, and show your appreciation, which I, I know they find incredibly moving and incredibly supportive. But um, don't go and play cricket in the park. Don't have a barbecue in the park. Don't do all those things that you would normally just jump at the opportunity um, to do. Um, just keep doing the right thing. Next. There is a lot you can see. Fleabag, for example, the original Fleabag. Your bank holiday entertainment sorted with arts editor Nancy Durrant and the Evening Standards feature team. A bank holiday indoors doesn't have to be dull. In the Evening Standard and online at standard.co.uk, we've plenty ideas for what you can do, as our editorial column explains. The Easter break is about to begin. You may need a reminder, life and lockdown blends days into each other. Just to pile on the pain, the forecast is wonderful, but you can't go out for more than an hour's exercise. So that trip to Brighton Beach or the Lake District will have to wait until Easter 2021, by which time it will probably be raining. Our advice? 
turn instead to the Bumper Evening Standard Guide to getting active this Easter while staying in. There's no need to hold back on the chocolate. You can get Easter eggs delivered or join a virtual hunt around Wimbledon and Putney Commons. You can find out what to watch, what to read and how to attend a virtual service. You can pick between Renaissance art at the National Gallery and Mel C in Jesus Christ Superstar. Enjoy it, an Easter break like you've never known before. You can also still meet up with friends, which is exactly what we're going to do now. I'm really happy to be joined by not just our arts editor, Nancy Dunnant, but also our writers, Katie Strick and Sam Fishwick. Nancy, starting with you, what are you up to this weekend? I mean, I probably shouldn't say this as the arts editor of the Evening Standard, but I'm going to spend most of it in the garden, to be absolutely (laughs) honest. You know, it's so beautiful out there and I can't believe it. So I am actually going to be sort of beyond my Wi-Fi for quite a lot of it. But um, there are some other things that I wanted to kind of catch up on. Hustlers has just hit Amazon. You know, that movie with Jennifer Lopez. Yes, yes. cruelly overlooked for the Oscar. So I want to catch up with that. And I think I might just submit to Tiger King. Oh, you have to. You have to. Katie Strick, you've been watching it, haven't you? I've watched the first episode, but I must admit I was doing it on a Netflix party and it was so mad that I think I need to rewatch my own. (laughs) There is not a single character in that show who isn't absolutely crazy. Nancy, I'm so excited that I'm ahead of the arts editor in terms of both watching Tiger King and in terms of watching Hustlers. <laughs> the, other, the only other thing I really want to know, I, and again, this might be something everyone has seen and just thinks is, like, I can't believe how behind I am, but there's this show on Netflix called Kim's Convenience. I don't know if you know it. It's a Korean family in New York running a corner shop. I just came across it a few days ago and it looks really, really fun. And it kind of, it's very funny, but it deals with the sort of complicated issues of living in a kind of melting pot city like New York or London, I suppose, in a kind of very gentle, but quite insightful way. So it's got about three seasons. So I think I'm going to binge on that. I do like sort of, you know, gentle mainstream comedies. Kenny, you've been looking at some of the things that people can get up to this weekend, haven't you? What sort of things have you been writing about? I've written about a whole range. I would say first two days of the weekend are looking amazing. I read this morning that London's going to be hotter than Ibiza for the next two days. So I'd say (laughs) save all your sunny garden activities for Friday and Saturday. I've been joking with my friends that I'm going to be going on a mini break to France. Um, There's a vineyard in the Champagne region that's offering virtual vineyard tours. So perfect if you want to sit back with a glass of wine in the garden. Um, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. There are penguins at Edinburgh Zoo being live streamed constantly all weekend. You can go to Disney World now and ride on a roller coaster or do a character meet and greet. Lots of escapism. On Sunday, there are lots of Sunday services as well. There's Westminster Abbey is doing its own podcast called Abbeycast. St Paul's is hosting a virtual hymn flash mob, which sounds quite intriguing, so I might have to tune into that. Um, and then, of course, virtual Easter egg hunts as well. Um, Amazon Alexa has its own. Um, Wimbledon Common is going to be hiding eggs on its website this year instead of outdoors. And then when the rain comes, if the rain comes, then everyone can get baking inside as well. Sam Fishwick, are you going to be taking a virtual holiday? Am I going to take a virtual holiday? Uh, this whole quarantine is a 
virtual holiday for me, David. Um, no, I might, I'm lucky enough to have a garden. I'm spending so much time in the garden. I've just ordered a heap of uh, plants, which I'd love to be able to name off the top of my head. But I'm, a, I'm an amateur gardener flexing my green fingers, and that's what I'm planning on doing this weekend. Nancy, the last time you and I were in the same room together, which feels like years ago, but it was only a few weeks ago, we were talking about the nightmare that was facing the arts industry. But it seems to have fought back now, doesn't it? There's so much that you can see, so much theatre you can see. Yeah, there is, there is actually. It's, 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 I mean, it's heartening and people are giving a lot. Those who kind of book tickets for things, if they can afford it, a lot of them are left, you know, writing it off as a donation, that kind of thing, which is great. And God, there's so much you can see if you want to, if you want to get involved with it. That Fleabag, for example, the original Fleabag, which by the way, I saw the first time around, obviously. <laughs> um, I am ahead of the curve on something. Phoebe <laughs> Waller Bridge, that's gone up uh, on Soho Theatre On Demand. And you can see that now for, uh, I think for a limited period, but it's four quid or more if you want to give more. And Everybody involved with it has waived all of their fees and their royalties, so that all that money is going to go to kind of frontline charities um, fighting coronavirus. So that's great. There's a wonderful data company called High Tide, which, full disclosure, I am in fact on the board for because I think it's so great. And it's a new writing charity uh, or a new writing company. And they, from five o'clock tonight, they've commissioned a lot of new monologues by um, young writers. And the first two of those are going to go live tonight. So you can hear Jade Anuka, uh, who you might have seen in Cleaning Up, performing a monologue by a very interesting young playwright called Aisha Zia. And Katie Lyons, who you may remember as Naughty Rachel from Green Wing. Um, she is doing uh, the new monologue by Morgan Lloyd Malcolm, who wrote Amelia, which was, as you know, a massive hit. So those should be really fun and they can be seen on High Tides. I think they have a YouTube channel and a Facebook channel as well. So those are cool. And one other thing, which is, I know this sounds like an insane thing to say, but there has never been a better time to get into opera. I cannot afford to go to the opera. It is so expensive. Um, and there's, you know, lots and lots of opera companies all over the world. The Met Opera is doing a, a stream every night for free. The Royal Opera House has got loads of material on Marquee TV, which is doing, I think, a 30-day free trial at the moment. So you can binge on that and ballet as well, should you wish to. It's brilliant. And if you go onto um, the Standard website and look up the piece that came out a couple of days ago by Nick Kimberley, there's a few pointers on what you should look for. Katie, you've been doing choir singing, which we spoke to you about on the podcast before. Would you do opera? I wouldn't say no. Um, it's, <laughs> as Nancy says, something I've never been into before. But actually, I think she's totally just in my arm with that with that um, plug. So, yes, I would, I would try opera, but please don't hold me to it. But Sam, you're going to be doing some work with the NHS, aren't you? I am. I've um, I've been accepted to the NHS volunteer uh, service, the, uh, the Royal Volunteer Service, which I'm really really excited about. I've been I've been speaking to um, some of the volunteers from there, and the work they do is amazing. I don't have a car, which I thought was going to be an obstacle to me being particularly useful, but I'm going to be simply doing things like check in and check, which is just where you call people and make sure they're not lonely. And 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 frankly, I'm looking forward to having someone to talk to. It's a little like I've been told off describing it like this in the past but uh here we go it's a little like uber for for volunteering in that you get a notification on your app if there are people in your area who need help you accept the task you can turn the task down uh and um what i like most about it is the app is called good sam which really appeals to my brand <laughs> <laughs> yes 
it does. To clarify, it's short for Good Samaritan, but um, <laughs> quite a nice way to just get out of the house. I mean, on the one hand, I've done precious little to help anybody, uh, you know, apart from sort of go out at 8 p.m. every Thursday and try and alleviate my conscience by, by kind of clapping my heart out for the NHS. But um, it really does feel nice to be able to, 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 be able to do something. And um, it really does make a difference as well. I mean, they were so oversubscribed that I feel quite lucky to have got, um, to kind of got through. And Kelly, just to sum up there, it's going to be a bank holiday like never before but it doesn't have to be boring. Absolutely not, no. I think it's nice to know that you don't just have to see one set of grandparents for the whole weekend, one set of friends. You can have back-to-back Zoom calls every night if you want. You can have a virtual dinner party. You can make your own dining table look really lovely. It is four days off what everyone else has been doing for the majority of the time. So I think make the most of the sun when you can, make the most of being able to learn a new skill. And um, yeah, well, this will always be an Easter to remember. And that's the leader Coronavirus Daily. You can keep up with all the latest coronavirus developments with the Evening Standards live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. This podcast is back on Tuesday at 4pm. Have a great bank holiday. Please stay indoors. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.